Welcome to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast of the Illinois Air National Guard at Scott Air Force Base. I'm your host, Technical Sergeant Brian Ellison. The Roll Call podcast focused on people, mission, and community. Thanks for listening. Coming up, more from Tech Sergeant Matthew Sabo from our active associate unit, the 906th Air Refueling Wing, uh, the Air Refueling Squadron. We talked last week about his daughter's rare 18th chromosome condition. He's helping other families in the same situation as he is with his new, uh, I guess you could call it invention, his improvement on uh, an, a few everyday items, or yeah, we'll call them a few everyday items. During June's drill, the Chiefs are cooking up uh, cooking force. The 126th Chiefs group is hosting a burger burn on Sunday, June 6th, which is also D-Day. The Chiefs burgers burn. The Chiefs burger burn is at the maintenance pavilion. I'm being told there'll be food and fun. You may have heard that Microsoft uh, commercial virtual remote teams, that's uh, CVR teams, is phasing out on June 15th. An Air Force team is looking at bringing more improvements to the Air Force cloud-hosted services version of the Microsoft Office 365 teams, which uh, the service rolled out uh, enterprise-wide in 2019. It offers many of the same capabilities as CVR teams, re-engineered to ensure things work between computers and security of information in the virtual environment. Prior to COVID-19, the Air Force was the only military service using Microsoft Teams for collaboration, which uh, when it was implemented in 2019, it was an effort to bring the service in line with uh, business and industry technology standards, which at the time, the Air Force lagged behind. As CVR teams phases out, the Air Force, like I said, is looking to add more capabilities to the Chess Office 365 service platform. These include the ability for live stream events, dial-in meeting numbers, external guest user access, private channels, collaboration across the DoD, and more. The Air Force is currently offering training on the Chess Office 365 capabilities through June 2021. Additional information on uh, preparing for the shutdown of CVR teams availability and Chess capabilities is available on the Air Force portal. I'll put a link in the description. My name is Braden Wright. I'm looking to go towards civil engineering, further my education benefits, and better the civilian market. I'm Trady Romero. I'm in security forces, and I aspire to be a security forces officer. from the 906th Air Refueling Squadron and the 126th Inspector General Office. We have a Tech Sergeant Matthew Sabo and Matthew, or is it Matt? 
It's Matt. It's Matt. Okay, Matt. So let's get into the uh, the the the, <laughs> the interesting. Your kind of fun gadgets, if you want to call them that. I don't even think they're gadgets. Oh, they're you, yeah. you're uh, you're doing remote control lawnmowers, which is I think every guy's dream. <laughs> I think when we were kids and we had to go out and mow the lawn, be like, can't, why can't I just get a remote control and then sit on my back porch and... So, yeah, it's no around. kidding. Uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids of Today. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Um, yeah, so no kidding. Um, I actually build design. Uh, right now, it's radio controlled. Hopefully, I actually get away from the controller. How, would you do, how else would you do it? Autonomous. GPS coordinates. Waypoints, but okay, yeah. I so how did you how did you come up with this idea? Is this something that we're like, this will make my life easier, help my wife with my daughter while I'm <laughs> cutting the grass? So okay, yeah, this is something. Um, it all started with the Jack Russell Terrier. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, my wife Jack Russell has very bad allergies, worse than I do. It seems like today, and uh, so we always had to keep the grass real low in Omaha. Oh, man. Allergies are just, they're horrible. Yeah, sure. So mowing the grass short and with the background of a Jack Russell digging holes, lawnmowers Uh, and being lowered all the way, hitting holes don't go so good for the gut. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I'm done. I'm buying a rider. Okay. She laughed and said no. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, we're just going to have a little more fun with this then. So... Some, I can't remember exactly how I came about it, but I came across uh, um, a regular plain Jane Power Wheels. And um, I just got bored, dinner napkin scenario, drew it out on, on that. And next thing you know, Sunday night, I'm out mowing the grass, drinking a beer, <laughs> sit, sitting with the, mowing the grass. With the remote control. With the remote control. And you just drew it out on a napkin. Yep. And you're selling these now. Yeah, actually, it's the uh, the Power Wheels has completely gone away. <laughs> uh, we have uh, totally upgraded from version one to version three, going four and five. And uh, it's, it's remarkable on where it started and where it's at and where it is going how long ago did you come up with this idea so you were in nebraska so yeah so it was just um like i said just an idea four or five years ago (sighs) just over two and a half (laughs) yeah and now you went from drawing it on a napkin that and then then the that weekend you're mowing the grass lawnmower with a remote control lawnmower yeah it's you know I do have a background. I don't want to say engineering, but I do have a very strong uh-huh. mechanical automotive background. Okay. That's what my degree's in. Um, you name it, I've built it. Um, some of my work's out there. Uh, I've got... Man, three. the next time Senior Master Sergeant Beard has a question about her engine, <laughs> I'm sending her to you. She's like, it's smoking. I was like, well, it looks like it could be burning some excess oil yeah. or something. I don't know. I mean, it's great. You know, three pieces I worked on are in museums right now. What? Okay. Uh, we man, slow this down. Let's let's uh let's pump the brakes here. <laughs> um, and they all have brakes. <laughs> okay. So you came up with this remote control idea. Yep. You've you you are now you're online or whatever. Yep. Okay. Correct. 
Uh, we can't do too much advertising, but yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but you're selling them online, and you've sold some. Yeah, actually. About uh, how many have you sold? Four. Four. One. Pe- go ahead. One local, and actually, since I've been here, three back in Omaha. Wow. Which is nice because I'm sure you you probably need help with your daughter. Well, that's what's great is, you know, and what's surprising is it only took four, which now um, I'm out of the red. Wow. Technically. Um, So now, after I pay for my parts, parts, uh, yeah, the registry will now get my profits. So your profits from your remote control lawnmowers are going straight into the uh, chromosome eighteen. They're going down there. Registry. Yep. So I've actually have two of them right now. One is ready to go. And right now it's it is ready to go, like I said, but it's it's going further. It's now a complete bagger system. <laughs> so what kind of remote control are you? Is it is it? Um, did you go like to the hobby store and get a remote control? Uh. I, or is it a little bit more complicated than it's that? It's a touch more complicated. I mean, it is a radio remote control, you sure. know, for like airplanes, cars. Right. But it's whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. have the radio do it. <laughs> Only thing I do is take the cap off, put gas in it, put the cap on, turn my radio on, <laughs> turn the lawnmower on, and it's all done. So you like, still got to pull the... You get up. No. No. I don't even do that. You just flip it on? I flip it on and it auto starts. Oh, my goodness. I know, right? That <laughs> is awesome. If I had a bigger yard, man, that would be so cool. I mean, I've got a yard, but I got a my I got one with the hill. Mm-hmm. I hate that thing. wish I could flatten it out. Basically, with the profits, though. Oh, yeah. So, here's the thing. Registry can use that for when families come down. Yeah. It doesn't come out of the families. Budget. That's great. Hotels. Car if they need it. Mm-hmm. Food. Right. Whatever the case. Mm-hmm. Here you go. No stress on the family. No stress on the registry. That's awesome. So then that's the thing is getting the word out. Like, hey, donations. We're here to help. Right. So. So that, um, did you, when you built these remote controls, did you think like, oh, I'm going to sell these and I'm going to give the money to the registry or is this just. I didn't even start like that. Just like I want to do this for myself. I just couldn't even believe how, you know, it worked. <laughs> and I'm like, and then also of a sudden, you know, um, you know, times got rough, obviously, with Andy's condition. Mm-hmm. And so with it to combat that, I became a mason. Oh, okay. And then after that, I became a shriner. Oh, okay. And like, you know, helping out. All, do they give you the little car or do you got a, you only rent it? I've got my race. I got a, a racing go-kart. I'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, no, I, I actually don't do that part. I'm oh, actually man. part of Legion of Honor. Oh, okay. Which is all military members. Oh, cool. Um, current and retired. Oh, okay. So, you know, after doing that, after setting up the circus for Tangier Shrine. Oh, nice. Having a day for nothing with individuals with special needs come in, I'm like, you know what? This was easy to do. This is what we're going to do. So I make them. I sell them. I pay for my parts. And here you go. Wow. There goes the money. God bless you for that. So 
I don't it's, know if I could be that selfless. It's how can I say this? Um, why not? It's the smallest thing I can do that makes such a bigger impact somewhere else. That's awesome. I think about it, do it, done. Other people benefit from it. That's great. You know, we got so much to talk about. Yeah. Because you were on Pimp My Ride. Yes, I was. I, I found out yesterday. Yep. Which, uh, what What'd you, uh, what, how does, I don't even remember how Pimp My Ride works anymore. You brought in your car and they pimp it for you or? So, how this, does that work? This was a big process and I got kind of shocked about this. This is back when I was in Ellsworth, just got into the military. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um. Everybody knew my background. Everybody came to me like, hey, I got a car question. Yeah. And um, next thing you know, uh, my expediter, um, Sergeant Walker's all, hey, you go talk to the flight chief. And, you know, being new, I'm like, oh, oh no, oh, no what I do now. Right. And so I go in, you know, you know, do the knock, you know, senior airman say, oh, ports is ordered and all that stuff. Just being official, it's just how I am. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey. Turn or uh, Airman, you know, what was I at the time? Uh, A1C Air, uh, Sabo, I need you to tell me everything you ever worked on automotive wise in your career. Wow, in your life. I'm like, oh crap. So, two pages later, <laughs> <laughs> here you go. And then, uh, a month after that, I get another phone call or another, hey, flight chief wants you right now. Okay, so now retired, uh, Chief Moran's all, uh, you need to answer this phone call. And the phone call came up saying, hey, uh, you want to be famous? <laughs> so it was a no kidding uh, part of the Air Force recruiting system. Oh, really? It's like, we want to build two cars through Pin My Ride. We want to build a Ford Mustang and a Dodge Challenger. Oh, wow. So they completely morphed into something very functional that actually suits a lot of people's AFSCs in the Air Force. What's that? So the um, best one I, I like to use is the Challenger. Okay. So we, no kidding, blacked it out like the Stealth Bomber. Oh, okay, cool. Um, blacked out all the windows. So you worked on this with another crew, or did you guys bring, they brought people in from all the... Two all crew, two uh, four-person crews. Oh, wow. And... Uh, your specialties, and that's how you got picked. You were picked out of the entire Air Force. Wow. So it's just kind of good. Um, and no kidding, the driver can drive. The passenger can drive. <laughs> the throttle was in between the two. Oh, that's cool. And what was nice was everybody had their own night vision camera, infrared. The back seat opened up as Bombay doors to show five Sneaky Pete nitrous bottles. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, com and PA and all that could access the car through internet, start the car on the other side of the world. <laughs> um, you name it. And when it would start up, you would never hear it. What? It was stealth. How'd you do that? So there's a little exhaust gadget you can buy. Yeah. To where it goes through the exhaust. Yeah. Or just straight open headers. Oh, wow. So, yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> that is amazing. You never got to meet, what's his name, Exhibit? No, he actually wasn't there that week. But Dang it. I know. But what was even better was, you know, Mad Mike. Yeah. Was Air Force. 
Oh, that's cool. So, no kidding, seeing what he's done and being an E&E troop, and that's why he's just so good of all the wires and electronics. Wow. So, now um, I actually got to mess around before I PCS'd to here. I actually got to hang out with the white Ford Mustang I did, uh-huh. which is based off of an F-16. <laughs> you sit in the center, and that's it. There's... The yoke comes out of the dash. Um, Lambo doors. The doors go up. Oh, love those doors. Um, crazy amount of horsepower. Can you drive them on the... Well, I guess you can't probably drive the blacked-out Challenger, right? Yeah. On the street? Yeah. How do you see through the... You can't through the, see through the windshield? Infrared. Night vision. It all works. You don't think you'd get pulled over by the cops? Oh, you get pulled over by the cops. <laughs> <laughs> but that, uh, that is awesome. Yeah, and the Mustang didn't drive bad. They actually allowed me to drive it on the flight line, on the ramp. Oh, nice. During the air show. Oh, that's cool. And it was, and it's a complete start sequence like an airplane is. Really? It's not a simple turn to key. No, there is no key. Um, there's a uh, master on, start on, fuel on. You have to prime the system and let it charge up and then hit the button. <laughs> it's, air, you got actual, you know, guarded switches. Oh, wow. That's pretty neat. I want guarded switches in my car. Those are so cool. I don't, <laughs> it just feels like you're doing something when you do that. Flip, flip. Yep. That's awesome. All right, so one more burning question that I have. Um, I got to know. You're from around this area, so you know we love baseball around here. Are you related to the former Reds third baseman and National League Rookie of the Year, yes. Chris Sabo? So You're related to him. Chris Sabo? Uh, the best I could say is probably not. Oh, um, there's, you don't hear too many Sabos around. Well, apparently there's a whole bunch around this area. Oh, really? From what I've heard. Um, but yeah, um, the best of my knowledge, no, not from what I've heard. It no. all depends. Um, I know we come from, uh, family name is from Austria. Oh, okay. And we had a, a Z after the S. Oh. So it depend, there's some variance. So oh, it depends. Okay. Yeah, some people drop the Z. I it's see. silent, so yeah. But yeah. unfortunately, I have to say no. Um, but it'd be it'd, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would just be. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, I almost called you Chris. Yep, um, I get called Chris all the time. Seriously, do I do, do a lot of people ask you that question about? Actually, Sabo? no. They just call me Chris all the time. Just because? Just because. Because they've heard of the name Chris Sabo. And that's and probably like, where it comes from. Yeah, exactly. All right. So yep. if somebody wants to find out more about uh, the chromosome 18, yeah. uh, I call it project. But So basically what you can do is simply go to the chromosome 18 research mm -hmm. and uh, registering research society. Yeah. 
Um, and it has mounds of information on there just to simply learn and help you figure out what's going on with this condition. Yeah, um, questions you ask, there's, there's abundance of information. Um, being that this is, uh, has been around for 30 years now, this uh, has started. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's getting better and bigger, slowly, but it just takes time. And it's all about getting that word out. Yeah, I have so many questions. One more question about that. Yeah. How did they, is that, is that something they couldn't discover until they mapped the chromosome or the DNA? So it originally started, and I, hopefully I don't mess it up, but I believe it was founded by a doctor by the name of DeGrouchy. Okay. If I'm trying to remember my Wikipedia correctly. <laughs> um, but I think he was the original finder, founder. Okay. Discoverer of it. Discoverer of it, yeah. So, and it is just expedited or um, went on from there. Okay. All right. Well, I uh, want to thank uh, Tech Sergeant Matthew Sabo. He's with the 906th Air Refueling Squadron. He works up here in the 126th Inspector General Office. Sir, I got to thank you for coming by. This was great. Hey, I, I appreciate the time, uh, especially getting the word on her condition. And in the end, getting the word out is what matters. The lawnmowers are just second and snowblowers. Oh, that's right. Snowblowers. Yep. Got one of those now too. So, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's all about getting the, the condition. The more people know, eventually funding will follow. So thank you. With your look around the Air Force, I'm Technical Sergeant Shandresha Mitchell. Acting Secretary of the Air Force John Raw told a congressional subcommittee that the Air Force's vision is to use the fiscal year 2022 budget to focus on capabilities needed to win in the long-term strategic competition with China and Russia, devoting resources to a defense that will meet future conflict. In line with Secretary Austin's priorities to defend a nation, take care of our people, and succeed through teamwork, our fiscal year 2022 budget is the beginning of a journey to the air and space forces of 2030. It builds capabilities that allow the department to modernize while continuing to meet national security objectives and defend the high ground. For the first time, an autonomous unmanned aircraft flew on a test range demonstrating what one official called an early version of the brain of the Skyborg system. The Skyborg Vanguard program is working to integrate full mission autonomy using low-cost unmanned air vehicles that can perform missions on their own or teamed with manned crews. The flight test of the Skyborg Autonomy Core System, or ACS, was a first step to integrating these aircraft into a complex operational environment. During the test, the ACS was put through its paces in basic aviation capabilities, responding to navigational commands, and demonstrating coordinated maneuvering. It also stayed within defined areas for flight. Deploying to a bare base environment and setting up everything needed to project combat power quickly was the focus of the Air Mobility Command's 19th Airlift Wing in Exercise Rockeye 2102. Putting the lead wing concept into action was a first for the command. The concept brings units together from their home bases with the skills to quickly establish a new main operating base in a deployed environment. And that's your look around the Air Force. The 126th Air Refueling Wing Mentorship Program is up and running. You can find out more about the mentorship program by going to their Linktree account. It's linktr.ee 
126 ARW Mentorship. I am an American airman, wingman, leader, warrior. I will never leave an airman behind. I will never falter, and I will not fail. The Airman's Creed requires taking care of others and leading them to the road to recovery. You can do this by engaging in positive conversation about invisible wounds and offering help to those who need it. An invisible wound is a cognitive, emotional, or behavioral condition that can be associated with trauma or serious adverse life events. Examples of possible diagnosis are major depressive disorder, post-traumatic stress disorder, and traumatic brain injury. As wingmen, our core values are the common bond that unifies us all. Integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. We should exercise courage and accountability while using these values to engage fellow wingmen in conversation when they are hurting, insulating them, not isolating them. Building a supportive culture starts with using positive language when describing the invisible wounds. Because you can't see the wounds, you may never know who could be affected. This positivity should also guide our conversations when engaging airmen with invisible wounds. These conversations can be uncomfortable and challenging regardless of rank. However, pushing through your discomfort helps ensure the safety of others. Lack of positive engagement can not only discourage your wingmen from seeking help, it could lead them further into isolation and perpetuate a fear of not being accepted. Use these four steps to have an authentic conversation with someone you think needs support. One, talk. Find a private place where you can talk one-on-one -on -one to ask how they are doing. Two, empathize. Acknowledge their feelings and tell them you are there to work through this together. Three, support. Encourage and support them in seeking care. Four, sustain. Continuously follow up after care has begun to show your support for their recovery process. These types of conversations help create a supportive and engaged culture. What if you don't have these conversations? Neglecting to help others or yourself can jeopardize your safety and that of your fellow airmen. Receiving help ensures that airmen meet the comprehensive airmen fitness requirements to be physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually fit. The timeliness of that help is important to the healing process. Airmen who seek help early may speed their recovery process and reduce negative impacts on their personal and professional life. Getting help may seem overwhelming, however, doing so displays great strength. Let's create a positive culture around invisible wounds and prioritize mental fitness so that wingmen feel comfortable reaching out for help when needed. Take action and get positive results by living the Air Force core values, integrity first, service before self, and excellence in all we do. Prioritizing your care and seeking help when needed ensures you remain an effective wingman and are ready to support the mission. Seeking treatment for invisible wounds is important and a sign of strength. If you or someone you know needs help, there are resources available. To learn more about invisible wounds and available resources, visit www.readyairman.com. 
If you are having thoughts of suicide or know someone in crisis, call the Military Crisis Line 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. There is a chat lifeline also that you can uh, chat through the website, suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Another way to get help is the crisis text line. Text HELP, H-E-L-P, to 838-255. The uh, crisis text line, again, is HELP, H-E-L-P, to 838-255. You can find out uh, about all of our links on Linktree, linktr.ee, 126ARW, that's forward slash 126ARW. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you can also download this on your favorite podcast app. If you want to pass along some information, you can email roll call at 126.arw.pa.mm.org at us.af.mil. Thanks for listening to Roll Call, a 126th Air Refueling Wing podcast focused on people, mission, and community. I'm Tech Sergeant Brian Ellison.